Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development pull-up chair. While I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future, questions are always welcome, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Kumar and Mia Culpa, and ask me questions if I was confusing. I'm actually going to start with the Mia Culpa. I have been saying that the Los Angeles Dodgers are going to draft 10 spots later in the 2022 draft because they were significantly over the spending limit. Significantly over the spending limit. The reason I was saying that was because as... I understood the CBA to be written. Teams would get punished 10 spots if they are over the limit in years up to 2021. That's how I understood it. Apparently, someone who knows better than I do is saying, no, 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 no. The punishment was going to be levied in 2021 if they had been over the year before. So. If they went over in 2021, which the Dodgers definitely did, they went way over, which is fine. I'm good with it. But they did go way over. The punishment for the 2022 draft will not be determined until the soon-to-be, hopefully voted on, collective bargaining agreement. So effectively, instead of the Dodgers knowing we're going over, and because we're going over, we're going to lose 10 spots in the draft, which would have made sense. That's not how it works. The way it ends up working is they went over by well over the limit in 2021, but there's no punishment for the 2022 draft, at least as of yet. Now, what will be the punishment? We don't know. It looks to me like if if the punishment won't be determined until the CBA is signed, Then if the CBA is signed and the teams say, you get punished 25 spots, then the Dodgers would have thought they were going to get punished 10 spots, but they actually get punished 25 spots. So I I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know if the Dodgers are going to draft wherever it is that they're perceived that they're going to. What would that be, 30? I think it would be 30 or if they will be drafting 40th, or if they will be drafting 47th. I don't know where they're going to be drafting. It's all going to depend upon the collective bargaining agreement. And since there is uncertainty in the collective bargaining agreement for something as simple as when the Dodgers are going to draft in June or July, since even that is up in the air, you can start to possibly understand why maybe owners are a bit hesitant to open themselves up to punishments in 2022, 2023, 2024, if they haven't even seen what the punishment is yet. You know, it it would be as if, um, oh, I don't know. Well, something's not a crime. Possessing chocolate. You have chocolate in your house. Then all of a sudden, some Thursday night, 5.15, 
the city council passes a legislation that possessing chocolate is illegal. And 20 minutes later, the police kick down your door and say, hey, you got chocolate. Chocolate's illegal. You say, no, chocolate's not illegal. It is, as of 45 minutes ago. Well, hell, I, I didn't know about that. It wasn't a rule when I bought it. doesn't matter. See, that get kind of a little bit dicey when you're dealing with something that suddenly becomes punished even though it wasn't punishable or anything along those lines when when you did it. It's kind of scary. Um, so yeah, when the CBA comes along, then we'll find out, well, are the Dodgers going to draft where they're supposed to or maybe 10 later or maybe, who knows what it'll be. Nobody's quite sure. They haven't, they haven't figured it out yet. So uh, anything that we thought we knew, we probably didn't know after all. Um, the, rest of the rest of this podcast, I want to talk about Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker was a very good pitcher for the Vanderbilt Commodores in 2019, 2020, and 2021. He pitched a no-hitter in the 2019 regionals and lighter uh jack lighter and kumar rocker on friday saturday for vanderbilt made vanderbilt very difficult to beat in any three game series rocker signed uh was drafted 10th by the New York Mets in 2021. He did not sign. The Mets and Rocker and his agents had a disagreement on how healthy his, his arm was. And Rocker is to the point where he's not going back to Vanderbilt. He's not going to. That's not a, well, if this doesn't happen, then I'll go back to Vanderbilt. He's not, he's not at Vanderbilt. He's not there. He's a professional athlete right now that does not have a team that he's playing for. Once January and February and March hit and the teams that are trying to put together independent league teams are putting together independent league teams, somebody will sign Kumar Rocker. Probably it will be one of the more highly regarded indie league teams. And... If he does well, independent ball, then he will get signed somewhere. Frankly, if he doesn't do well in independent ball, he'll still probably get signed somewhere. One of the smart teams will probably look at his ERA, his strikeouts to walks, his whatever the numbers are, regardless what they are. One of the teams that's probably forward-thinking will look at everything, and regardless what he does, even if his numbers are terrible in indie ball, which can happen, somebody's going to say, guess what, we're going to draft him anyway. Fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, we're going to take him. Don't care what his arm looks like. Don't care what his strikeouts look like. Don't care what his whip is. We're going to be able to get him into our organization. Step one, get him healthy. Step two, see what he's got. Step three, upgrade him. Because there are some teams that are far better at 
pitcher development, hitter development, player development in general, but especially in this instance, pitcher development than others. And if someone really thinks they can, if someone really thinks they can get Kumar Rocker to pitch well as a professional, it's completely worth a gamble in the fifth or sixth round, fourth round, regardless what everything else is going on. Kumar Rocker is worth paying attention to if you're a baseball fan, particularly if there are no major league games in the early spring. If the early spring rolls around, there's no major league baseball games. Early spring, no games going on. You got your college, might have your minor leagues, but if you don't like college and you don't like minor leagues, you might as well pick an indie league team. Pick an indie league team that has audio stream, that has video stream, that has whatever stream, that you can actually follow, hey, this team's doing kind of well. And one of those teams that you might want to follow is Kumar Rocker's team. Why not? Why not? Kumar Rocker would make perfect sense for a whole bunch of different teams. He'd make sense for the Cubs. He'd absolutely make sense for the Cubs. Bring him in. Get him healthy. Get him off to Mesa. Have him pitch in a couple games for the Mesa Cubs for hopefully one of the two Arizona League teams. And after a while, we're going to call you up to Myrtle Beach. See what you got. That would be a blast. That would be fantastic. Of course, he would require a draft pick. But that's what draft picks are for sometimes. Kumar Rocker will be assessed on how well he's doing. And it's not wins and losses. It's not whip. It's not going to be walks to strikeouts. It's how's his fastball looking? How's his breaking ball looking? Does he look healthy? If Nick, or if, uh, whoops, if Kumar Rocker looks like he's useful, somebody's going to claim him. Somebody, uh, somebody's going to draft him. Somebody's going to draft him. Somebody's going to sign him. And then, then we'll learn things from there. How he ends up doing, I don't know. I don't know. But Kumar Rocker will be drafted. Kumar Rocker will be drafted. Kumar Rocker should be drafted. Probably should have signed with the Mets. The Mets getting the 11th pick in the 2022 draft instead of Kumar Rocker. That's probably going to be a very good payout getting the one instead of the other. Nonetheless, Kumar Rocker is an assessment to be made for every team in Major League Baseball. Every team in Major League Baseball, watch the information that's available. Have scouts at his games. What's his fastball velocity? What's his vertical break? What's all, all those other pitcher things? What round does he look like? Does he look third round good? Does he look fourth round good? Maybe second round good. Teams that assess 
stuff like that effectively have edges over teams that don't. Kumar Rocker will again be on the market for people to assess. And if people don't like talking about college, but people do like talking about players that they've heard of, Kumar Rocker would be a fantastic one. Hey, I think the Cubs ought to draft Kumar Rocker in the fourth or fifth round range. Seems reasonable. The thought process of which players should go where and when is perfectly legitimate. It's underplayed in baseball. People talk about it in football all the time. People talk about it in basketball all the time. Oh, Cubs ought to draft this guy. Cubs ought to draft. Uh, Bulls ought to draft this guy. Bulls ought to draft this guy in the second round. Second round, guys. NBA draft. Okay. But um, in the baseball draft, people going to the 4th or 5th or 6th or 12th or 14th rounds, they're all going to have the opportunity to play somewhere. It's just a matter of how high up the ladder will they go before they get exposed. Kumar Rocker, I'll be interested to see where he ends up. I will be interested to see how he does, and so will the Mets fans. So will the Mets fans. Um, Rocker had a very good college career. How he will transition to indie ball will help to decide where he will go in draft in June or July. And I'll be very interested in discussion. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon. As circumstances warrant, I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs, go, and be nice to people.